Good morning for Friday, February 3rd, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump reverts to Obama policies abroad. Sprint to repeal the health law slows to a crawl. And facing worker ire, Uber chief quits Trump team. In today's national news, anarchists vow to halt far right by any means. President pledges to let politics return to the pulpits, and Nashville officer is killed in a bid to save suicidal woman. In today's business headlines, Snapchat filing shows strong business model, Amazon fails to meet sky-high expectations, and Chief acknowledges serious errors by Deutsche Bank. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington, Trump reverts to Obama policies abroad. Reported by Peter Baker. President Trump, after promising a radical break with the foreign policy of Barack Obama, is embracing some key pillars of the former administration's strategy, including warning Israel to curb construction of settlements, demanding that Russia withdraw from Crimea, and threatening Iran with sanctions for ballistic missile tests. In the most startling shift, the White House issued an unexpected statement appealing to the Israeli government not to expand the construction of Jewish settlements beyond their current borders in East Jerusalem and the West Bank. Such expansion, it said, may not be helpful in achieving the goal of peace. At the United Nations, Ambassador Nikki Haley declared that the United States would not lift sanctions against Russia until it stopped destabilizing Ukraine and pulled troops out of Crimea. On Iran, the administration is preparing economic sanctions similar to those the Obama administration imposed just over a year ago. The White House has also shown no indication that it plans to rip up Obama's landmark nuclear deal, despite Trump's withering criticism of it during the campaign. New administrations often fail to change the foreign policies of their predecessors as radically as they promised, in large part because statecraft is so different from campaigning. But the administration's reversals were particularly stark because they came after days of tempestuous phone calls between Trump and foreign leaders, in which he gleefully challenged diplomatic orthodoxy. Trump made warmer relations with Russia the centerpiece of his foreign policy during the campaign, and European leaders had been stealing for him to lift the sanctions that they and Obama imposed on President Vladimir Putin after Putin annexed Crimea. But on Thursday, Trump's United Nations ambassador, Haley, sounded a lot like her predecessor, Samantha Power. We do want to better our relations with Russia, Haley said at the United Nations Security Council. However, the dire situation in eastern Ukraine is one that demands clear and strong condemnation of Russian actions. During the campaign, Trump sharply criticized the Obama administration for allowing the passage of a Security Council resolution in December that condemned Israel for its expansion of settlements. While we don't believe the existence of settlements is an impediment to peace, the White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer said in a statement, the construction of new settlements or the expansion of existing settlements beyond their current borders may not be helpful in achieving that goal. 
With Iran, Trump has taken a harder line than his predecessor. Iran has been formally put on notice for firing a ballistic missile, Trump wrote in capital letters in an early morning Twitter post on Thursday. Should have been thankful for the terrible deal the U.S. made with them.